Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. It's been devalued so much. Your playing career is not going to be as long as you really want it to be. Two. Yeah. And three, you have tight ends making more than running backs. If I played receiver or cornerback, I would still be playing the league to this day and still making $15, $16 million a year at those positions. Former NFL running back Chris Johnson on the NFL devaluing running backs. The holdout continues for Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys. Well, why didn't Chris Johnson move to tight end then? Excellent question, PK. <laughs> Probably because he wasn't big enough. Well, go to receiver. <laughs> Plenty big enough there. There you go. And I would expect him to back one of his own. It's not a big surprise. It would be a surprise if it was the other way. Dallas Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott reportedly rejected a contract offer that would have paid him $30 million a season on average. Prescott reportedly wants as much as $40 million a year. I That's according to a report on the NFL Network. <laughs> yeah, well, Yak wants 60 and I want 70 And somebody listening now wants 80 You're going to take a pay cut? Yeah, probably. And Tony Brown lost his grievance against the NFL over wearing his old helmet. He's not planned to appeal the ruling. He's expected to rejoin the Raiders in training camp soon. He's been dealing with frostbitten feet. Hopped in one of those super Cairo post-practice cooling things, I guess, and didn't have on the little proper socks, and well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But got to miss some two-a-days, so that's a benefit. I thought he'd appeal and miss some more, but what do I know? DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So how much do you anticipate the backups? Why do you always use that announcer voice? When you're <laughs> because I'm a professional. I'm a professional, you know, Kyle. You're not the only professional here, buddy. So with that in mind, Coach, <laughs> with, with how much do you anticipate the backup running backs getting participation, touches, catches, running in the game? Uh, I think that's a game-to-game thing as well, uh, depending on how many times you run the football. If you run the football 45 times, Zach Moss is not going to carry it all 45 times. So that's, you know, 15 or 20 touches that, that we got to distribute elsewhere. And so, uh, you know, Tyler Huntley will account for a handful of those. And so, what, uh, a dozen, a dozen to 15 other uh, other guys besides Zach Moss and the QB. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a good time with that? Thank you. He brought it up, so <laughs> what the heck? Why not have a good time with it? So does that mean that uh, the quarterback's going to be running a lot less? Well, he said a handful. He's doing, doing the math there, it sounded like that was three to five. Now he's just throwing stuff out of practice, so maybe we shouldn't hold him to that. But that he doesn't often just throw stuff out of practice, so I want to hold him to it a little bit. Well, I would hold him to it a little bit because I can remember Ludwig telling me in spring ball that they will call plays that will be forcing Huntley to hand the ball off right. because yeah. everything will dictate that that is the play. And this kid is already a college graduate, and he will know that. He's smart enough to figure that out. So, yes, I don't think they intend to run Hunley as much. Probably a good thing. Keep the threat of him breaking one like he did at Washington State. 
or in any of probably a few other games as well. That's the one that comes to mind. But you keep him likely keep him healthier. I mean, looking at his stats, I mean, he routinely had 10 carries in a game. I mean, he had double figures. That was no big deal if he did that. Seems like that isn't going to happen. I don't think there's anything you can do to keep someone healthier short of not playing them. Well, Jane Daniels is going to risk injury then. Arizona State named the true freshman as the starting quarterback. You uh, had heard this from your uh, your peeps down there in the Valley of the Sun. Well, all practices are open, so they can see it for themselves. <laughs> it was no surprise. First true freshman to start a season opener in school history. Yeah. The times they are changing. I th- well, yeah, but I think it was out of desperation too. If they'd had a good junior, he might have been the guy. Yeah, I don't. They didn't have one. They didn't. They had so many guys transfer who didn't want to wait around. So be it for them. I mean, last year they had four starting quarterbacks out there in Division One that had been at ASU at one point, including Bryce Perkins for Bronco in Virginia. And if Bryce Perkins, a local kid, went to that Chandler High powerhouse. If he had stayed, then he would be the quarterback this year. But he's not. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. It's really important to me because the last stat I heard was that like 60% of television households in the country are in the Eastern time zone. And so with the, the sport being as popular as it is, and you're starting so late with these games in the Western Conference, just moving them up a little bit is going to allow you know, people in that time zone to be able to tune in and watch the games. And so it makes all the sense in the world. And, and the reality is that the Western Conference is, is stacked. It's loaded from top to bottom and putting the best product on the court at the time when the most number of fans can see it. It's a priority for the NBA. Steve Starks talking about the NBA moving national TV games earlier. You'll see some national TV games at 8 for the Jazz instead of 8.30 as a lot of the ESPN doubleheaders slide up about half an hour. Absolutely the right move. They also did a good job of making sure those teams on the West Coast get the spots uh, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, try to get them earlier, not put them so late on a weeknight work night. Sure, great. Number of doubleheaders, or the number, excuse me, doubleheaders, the number of back-to-backs also dropping. Average team has about 12 or 13 back-to-backs now. That's down from, man, a few years ago, it was 20. Jazz only have 11. <laughs> Favoring them again. There it is. <laughs> Mike Conley gets his trip back to Memphis November 15th. Jazz are going to open the season against Oklahoma City on October 23rd. That'll be different with Westbrook gone. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll get, I, it's going to take a long time to get used to it. <laughs> DJ PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Pitch to Torres. Hit in the air to deep right. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's Glaber Day. He homers into the right center field seats. And the Yankees take a 4-1 lead. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. He's done it again. Another three-run home run for Glaber Torres. Glaber Day, he is the Glaber of the month. He hits a three-run blast. Glaber Torres, three homers. The Yankees sweep a doubleheader from the Orioles, 8-5 and 11-8. Labor Torres has now hit 13 home runs against the Orioles this year, and the record 
is 14. Lou Gehrig took Cleveland deep 14 times in 1936. Another record I didn't know existed. But there it is. Indians now on top in the Central Division. They beat the Red Sox. So they're a half game up in their race with the Minnesota Twins who had the day off. Bees were shut out in Iowa. They play again today, 11 o'clock this morning. Listen to the game on 1280 The Zone. Our regular shows will be over on 97.5 The Zone. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Jay Drew is going to join us to talk about uh, BYU, what he knows about the Cougars as the countdown continues to the opener. Jay getting ready to leave the Salt Lake Tribune and jump to the Deseret News. Do you know when that happens? As I'm announcing on Twitter. You know when it was effective. Uh, he told me last week it was uh, supposed to be Friday. His last day at the watchdog is Thursday, unless that's changed. I, t- I spoke to him yesterday, but he hadn't told me, so I'm thinking that's, uh, that's the plan. Sports Jeopardy at 8.30. Took me win. UCLA beat writer for the Southern California News Group is here to talk UCLA football at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.